Welcome to Shark Bites and Gay Rights. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Pepin-Neff, the podcast to help you build a better dinner party conversation. From New York to Newtown and Darlinghurst to West Hollywood, this is the only podcast that talks about sharks and gays and assumes the gays are more dangerous. Every fortnight, the vibe will be the best stories and topics ever so we can activate your dinner party conversation and elevate your life. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Shark Bites and Gay Rights, the podcast. This week, we're talking about straight people in gay bars with our guest star, Carmen Gedit. Hi. We're so happy to have you here today. I'm so happy to be here. So I've got two housekeeping things to do. Mm-hmm. I was going to start with some rules that I'm learning as I go, as I get into the podcast universe. Are, yeah. So the first is a disclaimer. By doing this podcast, I am acting in good faith and not misrepresenting my expertise, although I am an expert in gay bars. Mm-hmm. But I'm not an expert in straight people. I guess that's really where... Well, we've had our experiences. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I am a staff member of a particular job, and I'm commenting publicly on an issue, and I would indicate unambiguously that I'm expressing my personal opinion and not presenting the opinion or position of my employer. Does that make sense? Yeah. It sounds like you're saying this is off the record. Well, I think we're on the record, but where the job cannot be held responsible. Yeah, that's fair. We're also going to be, just our personal rules for today, Mm -hmm. is we're going to be sensitive, no one's to blame, and uh, we're going to play a little bit of devil's advocate. Yeah. So this week's episode of Shark Bites and Gay Rights is about straight people in gay bars. Mm. You know, we're going to cover a bunch of uh, different topics. And so mm-hmm. why don't we get into some of the intricacies? Nitty gritty, let's do it. I'm okay. ready. All right. Just by virtue of it being a gay bar, like they sort of have a history as being a safe place for the LGBTQI plus community. That's how I've always felt they are. These are sites of organization and protest. Mm -hmm. Stonewall sort of famously was the site of protest. Mm -hmm. They're locations for political organizing. Like some people in groups meet there and they're also fundraising places like events. Yeah. You know, Bengay, Akon makes a lot, makes, does a lot of fundraising in gay bars. And they also build social capital for communities by sort of creating public trust and social connectedness and sharing information. The example I think of is around HIV prevention and the way bars provide, who's your doctor? Mm-hmm. Who do you go to? What yeah. do you use? What condoms. Are, condoms. Exactly. And there are little buckets and little trays yeah. that you might see around a bar. Bars sort of have this special place in the community. Yeah. So now, Carmen, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw some words at you. Yeah. Bachelorette or hen's night Ooh. parties. <laughs> yes. Making my spine tingle a little bit. As a, a drag queen for a very long time, I have definitely done my fair share of bachelorette parties and come into contact with them in our queer spaces as well. I mean, there are some venues that won't have hen's nights and bachelorette parties anymore because there is a reputation. Yeah. uh, Some people have spoiled it for everybody else. There's always um, respectful bachelorette parties, but in the general sense, that's not always the case. What is some of the behavior that you've seen around bachelorette or hen's nights parties that we should just sort of call out? 
I suppose I can narrow it down to one word, which is entitlement. Mm-hmm. Particularly when we're doing shows on stage, the drunk bachelorette will feel that it's her party and it's her time to shine. So she might want to jump up on stage and interrupt us, or the, the jump dr- up on stage. Oh, yeah. and interrupt. Yeah, when there's three people up there doing choreographed dances, they want to get up on stage and be in the middle and dance with us. So that happens quite a lot. Quite a lot. You know, girls like to party and they're all together and it's it's a wild time and I do that myself, but I'm very conscious that my good time should never inhibit somebody else's time. It's that old saying, party on to others as you would want them to party on to you. I've heard that expression, yeah. <laughs> and I think your point about entitlement is a really good one, that it's what you bring with you mm. to the bar when you go in that really sets the trend. That 100%. Can I note for the record something that I haven't noted? You're in full drag. I am in full drag. Well, I just wanted to be pretty for you, Chris. Well, you are more than pretty. (laughs) Um, I am getting an absolute treat. And put a little bit of sparkle. Yeah, a little bit of sparkle, some hoop earrings, some glitter lipstick. I know no one can see us, but. I know no one because this is an audience of one. (laughs) And I'm really lucky. And I hope our listeners can hear how lucky I feel getting to sit next to you. Okay. Straight guys in gay bars. Mm -hmm. What are our thoughts about straight guys? You know, in my experience, one of the bars I work at at the moment is getting quite a few straight people through at the moment. And the straight boys are usually a lot of fun Mm. because they're there to have a good time. And my interactions with them once they're in, you know, a queer space, they're there to have a good time and enjoy themselves. And so I find straight boys at the moment, they're a great audience. Uh, they're seeing stuff they haven't seen before. They're reactive. They're enthusiastic about it as well. It's not an aggressive straight male attitude. So with straight guys in gay bars, I'm always a little cautious because we, I mean, we talked about this world and word entitlement. And there's another one that starts with an E which is exploitation, Mm -hmm. straight girls go to gay bars to feel safe. And sometimes, and this might be a bad apple situation rather than a straight guy situation, but sometimes there are bad apples who will go to hit on girls at gay bars because they're letting down their hair Mm -hmm. and they're relaxed and they're out with their girlfriends. The rules are just a little bit different. I mean, I don't know if girls necessarily go to gay bars to feel safe. I think they go to gay bars to have a good time and dance freely. And it's maybe the wrong thing to say, but I think straight guys that go to gay bars to pick up girls are pretty fucking smart. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a difference when you're a straight guy who goes with a gay friend. Yes. I think that's fine. Yeah. And I brought straight guys to gay bars and they sort of see it as utopia. Like it's, you know, they've never seen anything. The bathrooms are clean. Yeah. You know, like there's all these different things. Drinks bought for them. You get drinks brought for them, you know, like they're the hot one. Yeah. (laughs) And I guess my point is I think there are different versions and variations on straight guys in gay bars. Yeah. I also think gay bars have a much better grip on if someone is being predatory, mm-hmm. then there is ways that you can have them removed. Yep. And just saying, hey, this guy's being a creep. Let's get rid of him straight away. I think that's a really important thing for people to know. And and if they weren't working back of house or didn't know the bartender, didn't know the management, they might not realize that that's something that bars and pubs look out for. Yeah, 100%. 
Have you heard the phrase on safari that sometimes straight people will go to gay bars or, or specifically will approach drag queens and sort of shriek and because this is like new wildlife? Yeah. What are your thoughts on people who, you know, whether they're seeing a drag queen for the first time yeah. or they're at a gay bar for the first time or whatever it is. Like, how, how do you respond to that? I mean, the thing that sort of comes to my mind is people from out of town, maybe from the country, maybe they're in the big city for a conference and then they're, you know, the people they're with at work take them out. Generally from the country, they're always really excited, really friendly. They're not great at using gender terms or pronouns correctly, but it's never with ill intent. Mm -hmm. The time I feel most exploited is when I'm doing a public event that people aren't necessarily in a gay bar and they're walking past, that's when I feel uncomfortable being the the zoo animal that people are staring at. You took a Uber here today? Yes, I did. So is it sort of the the move from the Uber into yeah. the into the space. Into the space. Yeah. Like that mid terrestrial yeah. environment is yeah. sort of the weird one. Yeah, the unsafe ground. Unsafe ground. Yeah. Are there any ways to make it safer? I mean, I've been very lucky. I've never had a problem, but like I've never had a physical altercation. I mean, I've obviously been yelled at on the street or called names and that sort of stuff, but I don't think there is any way to do that. Is there a way to do that? I don't know. I put a bag I mean, over my head, I guess. No, I don't know. N- <laughs> because your identity is the one that should be celebrated. Yeah, I would think it's so. It's them that, you know, who have the issue. In D.C., in Washington, mm-hmm. for Halloween, they have a high heel race. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a community indoctrination into high heels. Yeah. And they run down the street, down the middle of 17th Street. And and, and of course, everyone falls. Yeah. It's this point that being in high heels on the sidewalk in drag or in makeup or in something. Yeah. Or not in something is, you know, not only is it the norm, but it's to be celebrated and, and really enjoyed. Enjoyed. Yeah. Should gay people give it away? Isn't it queer to allow straight people to effectively ruin gay bars <laughs> for queer and trans people? Like, isn't I mean, it's I know it's a, this is my devil's advocate question. Yeah. The queers really can't be the ones who exclude. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's like two points to that. I if we're never going to tell someone that they can't come into our safe space mm-hmm. unless. You know, they're not behaving appropriately or they're aggressive. It is a safe space. It's a safe space for everyone. It's been one for us and we've made it amazing. And we would be absolute hypocrites if we were to say straight people can't come into our bar. Because you don't want that. You want everybody in there to have a good time. But um, I host a lot in bars and I always make a point of saying, give us a shout if you're queer and I do a little shout out for our heterosexual friends I say welcome you guys are always welcome here just remember you're a guest in our home and you must treat it as such oh that's great especially with the young kids I don't know if they realize that they are in our safe space and it is our home and they need to treat it with respect so just a gentle reminder you're in our home treat it with respect that's great thanks I love it um, came out of frustration but yeah <laughs> well and a and a lesson learned yeah. and probably a life lived right and i think but i think that's really important and i hope that if there's one thing that people learn from the podcast it's that point Good. that you just said so thank you you're welcome do gay people ruin gay bars yes <laughs> No, of course not. Um, 
I mean, some people can. It's person by person. You know, you're going to get jerks in every mm-hmm. creed and religion and race and whatever, sexuality, gender. There's always going to be bad apples in every bunch. But, you know, gay people can be very annoying. <laughs> well, and, and it goes also to this point about misogyny and the way we treat women. I think just that we want people to treat us with respect when they're in our house. Yeah. And we need to treat them a bit yeah. with a bit of respect when they're in our house. Yeah. And if you invited a guest over, how would you treat them? Yeah. And I think that's an important element. One of the jokes of this podcast is because it's shark bites and gay rights, yeah. is that the gays are more dangerous than the sharks. Oh, 100%. Sharper teeth, too. Char- sharper teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, my next word on here is inappropriate grabbing. Mm hmm. Do you find that people usually mind their manners or have you run into other situations? I mean, I've had both. Mm -hmm. Uh, The main thing, which I still can't believe people do, is touch my hair. (gasps) I still don't understand why people do it. No. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I like your hair. I was like, yeah, cool. Just spent $300 having it styled. Please don't touch it. Um, Yeah, weird. Especially uh, usually drunk older women tend to go for the boobs, Mm -hmm. which I don't. I just don't understand. And then they say, oh, you can touch mine. I say, I don't, I don't want to. Thank you, but no. Yeah, I think we've forgotten our lessons from the pandemic already, like touching people. and. Well, exa- do you say like 1.5 meters? Like, I just say, just back up. Yeah, exactly. Like well, I, I do this all the time. Like I'm social. Yeah. I'm not really a people person. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like 1.5 meters. That's, that's, that's my, and, and I love you yeah. at 1.5 meters. Yeah. Um, the thing is when people say, oh, I can see your lace, and I just generally say, that's because you're too close to me, so back up. <laughs> you can see my flaws, you're way too close. I love that. Here's a question. It's a bit of a controversial one. What do you think about the stratification of gay bars, whether it's in Sydney or somewhere else? I mean, I think there's always going to be a place for gay bars. There's always going to be queer people that want to celebrate in a space they feel comfortable in, which is generally a gay bar. There's always going to be straight people coming in. Like I said before, they're always welcome. But yeah, we're always going to need them. We're always going to need our safe places, our places for fundraising, our places for community engagement. As Even if there's less of us, less of, less of the bars, we're always going to be there. It's interesting that that you have like party nights that evolve, and whether it's heaps gay or whether it's birdcage yep. for lesbian nights, yep. like they serve an important purpose, and it's helpful to have both the bar that can provide the venue and a community spirit yep. that wants to keep it alive. Hundred percent. It's places for us to meet, not just like you and I would meet at a bar, but for us to meet other people we haven't met before Mm -hmm. and for the next generation coming through to meet the older gays as Mm -hmm. we have become and learn, you know, our history and our behaviors together. I've got pour a drink on a drag queen. Mm. Has that ever happened? Uh, I mean, I've had drinks built, Uh but no one's ever poured a drink on me. Not yet, but we'll see how tonight goes. (laughs) <laughs> have you ever had a drink poured on you no no we've come close but fortunately not no bathrooms mm. in a gay bar oh yeah that's always interesting do we think that 
gay guys are allowed to go in the girls' bathroom? Are girls allowed to go in the gay guys' bathroom? And where do non-binary people go? And where do drag queens go? There we go. Have, have it all. <sighs> yeah. It's funny because, I mean, gender-neutral bathrooms, I know they've been a thing for a long time, but they're still not everywhere here at the moment. I always use the women's bathrooms when I'm in gay bars, even when I'm not in drag, just because the line's shorter and I'm lazy. And I know a lot of gay boys do that as well because there is usually less women than there are men. Mm -hmm. um, I do feel there should be a safe space for women. I understand that. But at the same time, if I was ever refused entry, I'd be really annoyed. So I don't know how that those two coincide. Also, I don't have a problem with women coming into the men's toilets and using mm -hmm. it. And maybe that's just a queer space thing. I have noticed more and more, particularly when I do corporate gigs and I ask to use the bathroom, I'm always asked which bathroom I would prefer, which mm -hmm. is kind of a nice step for people everywhere, I guess. But for gay bars, I know it's a bit weird. Which bathroom would you normally use, Chris? Well, so two quick points here mm -hmm. to my listeners. Uh, I'm non-binary. So which bathroom would I use? Probably the women's. Yeah. I do think it's generally safer. I yep. do think it's cleaner. And I think the line is shorter. Yes. So that's a lot of good reasons. What do you mean by safe? There's just more things going on in the men's bathroom. Like here's here's an example. Yeah. In the girls' bathroom, you can use a stall, right? Yep. No one's like looking over at you. Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry about that. You don't think, you don't get anyone thinking you're looking at them yeah. and you're not looking no at anyone else. No offense has been thrown. Yeah. Like, and for me, I find part of, we're learning a lot about me today. We yeah. need to get back to you. <laughs> um, I also have a lot of social anxiety. So I really need space in sometimes men's bathrooms are just really exactly so yeah. a stall yeah and shut the door yeah and all of that jazz yeah i can relate to that very much hmm. also i find if i use like a men's bathroom i'm like eyes down the floor straight in straight out exactly you feel very like it's not pleasant it's not pleasant at all no and even when you're like Washing your hands and there's the big mirror and everyone's walking behind. I don't. I don't even like that. Don't look at the I don't. I don't. I appreciate architectural design, <laughs> but I would just like to use the stall. <laughs> Should gay bars be an affirmative feminist space? Carmen, get it? I think everything wish everything should be an affirmative feminist space. Don't you think? I do. Yep. Gays and you know gay men and uh, and women have always had a close affiliation. So why wouldn't we want the best for them? Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I think straight bars should be yeah. feminist space. They could do it with some more feminist spaces in straight bars. Yeah. And I think that feminism is liberating. I don't think it's putting people into boxes. I think it is quite freeing. I think feminism benefits all of us. Absolutely. You could, I mean, you could see that translate into I me. Mean, we, were, we were just talking about how toxically masculine the bathrooms are, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, in a gay bar. And the same is true in straight bars. So it could all be pulled together, like almost with the point that you were making earlier about when you're in my house, you bring respect. Yeah. And this is a feminist house. Yeah. Should a bouncer ask, why are you here before you go into a gay bar? This is something that's coming up a bit more and more. And because we are getting a, an influx uh, of people coming to our spaces, there's a question being raised uh, among the management at a lot of the venues. And I do think it's important. Some people, you know, just see a line and lights going and music. Do you know where you're walking into? 
what is your intentions here? Just trying to weed out those bad apples that we don't want in our spaces. I mean, I think that question gets asked at most venues, so why wouldn't we ask it at queer venues? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, and it goes to the point that there are lots of filters that are used, whether it's what you're wearing or yeah. who, how many people you're bringing, how much you've had to drink. Yep. So asking about your intention in coming into this space is seems to make a lot of sense. Yeah. Especially when it's protected space, what we call it that. Exactly. You, know. you and I talked about this before the podcast, right? There are 4,000 straight pubs yeah. and bars in New South Wales. Yeah. So we're talking about, what are we talking about? Maybe 22? Yep. Like if that. If that. If that. That's pushing it. Across Sydney, yeah. Across Sydney. And so the question is, why are you here? And like, if I mean, I hope it's to have fun, yep. celebrate queerness, yep. but it does beg the question of like, so we only have 22 yep. and you have 4,000. Yeah, why is So that? like, maybe let's think about, you know, no, everyone can't be everywhere at the same time. Yep. So maybe let the gays have their, have their space. That's why I never understand people walking down Oxford Street and, you know, calling out defamatory names to everyone. There's so many other streets in the city. Why do you have to come down this one and cause a problem? Like, if you don't like it, why are you here? I was in uh, on King Street in Newtown. Yep. There was a guy uh, where I was walking home from the Imperial. Mm -hmm. I might have been uh, seeing a show with you and Mitzi McIntosh. Oh, yes. <laughs> and going back a few years now. Going back a few years. <laughs> we've, we've known each other just a smidge. Just a little bit. And, um, but I'm not 47. Just want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the record, Carmen is younger than I am. So... I'm walking down the street and down King Street. Uh, it's about three o'clock in the morning. There are these two sort of punk kids who start who walk up to this uh, gay guy who's walking up in front of me. They shouted at him as they were walking toward him, "Hey!" And then they use the F word. Right. Yeah. And he grabbed them, <laughs> threw them into the wall, both <laughs> both of them at the same time, and they both went down on the ground, and he just kept walking. Yeah. And I was like, not today, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> like, welcome, welcome to Newtown. And I condone violence, but I do really enjoy that story. <laughs> and I'm not condoning violence. Like, they were going after him. Yeah. That's how they got to be within arm's distance. Yeah. He wasn't, like, lunging at them. They were lunging at him. But he then, you know, proceeded to defend himself. Yeah. I would just say, welcome to Newtown. Yeah. <laughs> and It's funny. I always feel a, a lot more reactive when I'm around spaces for instance today i i got into drag early and then i had to take my dog out for a walk before i came here to let him you know do his business and i was walking the dog around the park um just in makeup and i found people snickering at me and rather than letting it go i had to stop and say i'm sorry you what's what's wrong what's going on here oh nothing hi okay cool but i find myself much more reactive i live in quite a gay neighborhood mm -hmm. if i was you know out west or in the country i wouldn't do that so much but especially around oxford street if someone has an issue i'd be much more reactive to it yeah i mean Same with newtown especially because you're kind of a bit of a beautiful drag queen thank you very much like even though at my age, my eyesight is fading. <laughs> the, uh, the fact is, is that you're a beautiful woman and Thank you're you. a fabulous man. And uh, we're lucky to have you anytime. You sweet talker. So should 
straight people be coming to gay bars on our terms? I mean, I think we answered that question already. Yeah, 100%. Everyone's welcome. Why not? We have created a fabulous community. And personally, I live a really fabulous life. And I want to share that with people. And particularly the joy that we have in gay bars, because it is celebratory space. Is that the word I'm looking for? Celebratory space? No. Yeah. 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 We celebrate. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're we're doing shows and making people laugh. That's my job is to make people have a good time. So I don't care what your orientation is. I want to make you have a good time. Well, we're having a good time here on Shark Bites and Gay Rights, the podcast. (laughs) And so if I was going to do a takeaway from today's podcast, Mm -hmm. I might say something like, I think we learned that in a conversation about straight people in gay bars, that it actually has nothing to do with sexuality. No that it has to do about behavior and with the respect that you bring, the way that you treat people and the understanding that not every space belongs to you. And if you combine those three, you can have a good time anyway. Anywhere, yeah. So I would just like to say thanks so much to our guest star, Carmen Gettet. Thanks for having me. It's been wonderful. It's lovely to see you, Mom. Last question of the podcast. Okay. Carmen. Do you remember when we met? <laughs> Chris, you know I drink a lot. Uh, <laughs> I believe it was Midnight Shift. Would I be correct? Oh, no. Um, before that. Imperial. Imperial Hotel. That's yeah. a long time ago. Uh-huh. Do you know yeah, how long? It, uh, 2006. <gasps> it's crazy I've been doing drag for that long. Well, I mean, I think it's a compliment because you have an age today. Thank you. I have a lot of Botox. <laughs> well... You look amazing. Thank you. As do you. You're aging like fine wine. Oh, amazing. <laughs> well, um, speaking of fine wine, why don't we go have a glass? Let's do it. Thanks so much again to my special guest star, Carmen Getta. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Shark Bites and Gay Rights, where we looked at straight people in gay bars with our guest star, Carmen Getta, the fabulous Sydney drag queen. And today we talked about how it's important to bring respect when you go into a bar. And that's probably whether you're gay or whether you're straight. And that we want bars to be affirmatively feminist spaces. We want them to be safe spaces and we want them to be fun places. So I hope when you go out or have a discussion about this at your dinner party or celebrate World Pride this year, that you take us along with you. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Shark Bites and Gay Rights with your host, Dr. Chris Pepin-Neff. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe for free and leaving a review helps others find the podcast. For more information about who we are and what we do, visit sharkbitesandgayrights.com. Thank you.